subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Bridgerton is currently dominating our TV screens and while the hit Netflix series might be set in the past, its fashion seems to be very much part of our present. The corset, a garment that is 500 years old, was hailed as one of the most coveted items of autumn winter 2020 and apparently the corset is the garment that's breaking us out of our loungewear, so go figure. But how do we wear it? Do we want to wear it? Should this trend stay firmly in the past? Maria Macklin, our image consultant from House of Colour, is here to discuss Maria, great to have you back. Good morning, Sinead. How are you? I am great. Now, listen, we're taking a little bit of a trip down memory lane, just courtesy of Bridgerton going right back, you know, 500 years. Not quite 500 years now on the text, but people are uh, texting me in, you know, trends that would have been around, say, when they were teenagers. I have one here. This is from Bernadette and Cullen. She says, wet look boots. You could have red, black and white and the cork sandals with the hole through them as well. She's remembering this. Also, Anne has been on. She says, um, Sinead, hi, white boots and mini dress thought I was gorgeous as Anne now I was saying that Anne should maybe hang on to those white boots if she has them because fabulous exactly what's going through my head I mean we we talk about sustainability but all of the trends that you've mentioned apart from the base of your older socks everything else (laughs) you know comes back fashion is so cyclical and you can update pieces very easily I'm wearing a shift mini it's kind of a mini dress today it's like two inches above my knee but it could easily be, have been worn during the 60s. Absolutely. It's okay. Really well, now, Rose was telling me about dresses that were like nearly six inches above Maria. Do you know yeah, what I mean? That's I know, now. I know. <laughs> but it's easy to take one a, a dress up. It's easy to let it down. You yes. Know? It's, it's easy to alter things. And bell bottoms, while bell bottoms might not be back that wide, if you take them in a couple of inches. I used to take in jeans all the time when I was younger. You know, it's a great way of um, balancing out your hip, having a... Having a uh, 
bottom a, a flare at the bottom of a trouser. Yes, and I, I, you know, we were talking about this as well. You know, the fact that the yeah. skinny jeans are on the way out, all of that. Uh, somebody else saying the underskirts, the massive underskirts in the sixties, the bigger, the better. You could hardly get out the door. <laughs> and that, that brings us nicely to this morning's topic, where outerwear, underwear becomes outerwear. This um, is it. Yes, yeah, because and outerwear has regularly been has been has been made up of underwear with petticoats and corsets and all all of that so yeah it's interesting it is very interesting now I can't believe a garment that caused women so much pain is back in style again uh, firstly can you give us a little bit of background on the corset because this is going right back yeah it is it is go it does go back and it, it was worn in the western world from the 16th to the early 20th century but it can be traced right back as far as the bronze age and it was often worn by men as well oh so it, it helped shape the body and it wasn't always a waist cinching garment. Some of them were cylindrical, so it helped shape the body into into silhouettes. But actually, despite what people say, it didn't. It wasn't a, a garment of torture. Um, there is a really interesting fashion lingerie designer called Carolina Lasawaska who says that it it really wasn't. It it was. Um, she thinks it was. There's a Dr. Warner who decided that corsets were bad for women, but he invented his own health corset to give women the perfect shape, and it made, he made a fortune in it. You know, so Go figure there, yeah. Yes, and she says that a well-fitting corset can take the strain off the shoulders and rib cage, and it's almost like having a good hug. And it's true if you think about foundation wear, and the reason it's called foundation wear is that it gives you a really good foundation. It makes you stand taller often. It pulls you in in the right places, and it gives you a great foundation for the garments you're wearing over it. Now, the thing about corset is it's become an outerwear. Yes, it, but it but it still holds you up, and there's a really interesting, you know, she said that it didn't cause curvature of the spine, and in fact, it might have helped correct it. Oh, that's really yeah. interesting. Yeah, because yeah. we're hearing all of this, and you know, we're hearing all these kind of horror stories. And I know, it, obviously, in Bridgerton, it is a drama. And I remember yeah, I as know. well, you know, the scene say in Titanic with Rose, and the mother is lacing her up, and it just looks like they're in so much pain. But obviously, yeah. this is this is just dramatizing it all for movies. I think movies. a lot of it is, yeah, dramatic effect. And actually, when Bridgerton was, I'm going to burst a big bubble here, but when the, the period that it's set in, yes, isn't actually a period of corsets, but that's <gasps> a whole other story. Okay. Dramatic effect, absolutely, and it works. It works beautifully. I mean, it, it does. It really the costumes and everything are stunning yeah. in that. They are stunning from what I've seen here. Um, so I suppose I'm kind of. It's like everything. You know, we've we've chatted about this before. The fact that everyone's consuming Bridgerton and it's so so. Uh, you know, uh, popular. It's n- probably not a surprise then that the corset has come back. No, absolutely not. And it, it has made an appearance in various decades through the 19th and now the 20th century. So in the 50s, it was great for the hourglass figure. The invention, the invention of elastic was in the 1920s. So it became a bit more flexible and it wasn't such a straight garment. You know the phrase to be straight laced? Yes. Came from wearing a corset because you were considered to be upstanding and to be conforming to standards. So wow. you were considered to be respectable. So that comes from wearing a corset. Um, so in the 50s, it was a big thing. And then it disappeared in the 60s and 70s when everything turned to healthy lifestyles and sport and people, women particularly, were, were caught up in the whole feminist revolution. Mm. But instead of relying on the garment, you see, people turned to diet. That's when Jane Fonda started coming out with her workout routines and every, people changed to diet in order to try and change and shape their bodies and trim their waist. And then plastic surgery comes in. So while corsets haven't been there they really, you know, there, there still is uh, an onus on women or they 
put it on themselves to have this perfect body shape. So mm. it's always been there. And then, of course, we all remember Madonna in the. In we the, do. Oh, the iconic! Yeah, yes, of course. when she wore it as a piece of outerwear. So there are lots of images of women from Sophia Loren all the way through to Madonna who have turned it into a piece of outerwear. Outerwear, yeah. And you know, you're seeing this a lot and I know uh, not so much maybe with corsets, but um, you definitely were seeing, you know, a lot of uh, women say that were, you know, showing a hint of bra underneath things, you know, particularly celebrities on the red carpet as well. They might be wearing, say, uh, you know, the full kind of, I suppose, tuxedo type thing, you know, the the trouser suit and then just the bra underneath. We saw a lot of that, say, in the 90s and, and noughties as well. And that's back. I mean, the mm. lingerie is back, and a hint and a, and a glimpse of long, of your underwear is there this season as well. The slip dress is back, which is essentially an, an undergarment, or it used to be, but it's a big ticket item this season. The slip dress. So all of those things are are still there. And there's a, now a a trend to wear your your a bralette top out over your jacket. Oh yeah, it's another interesting one. So. Um, it's more more for the younger people than it is for me. But it's, it's not for there. me, Maria. Let yeah. me tell you, it's not yeah, for me but either. It's interesting how these things come around and how they're just remodeled and reused and repurposed and and and, and used in a different way. I I find it fascinating how the same things keep coming back, but done in a different way. Yeah, really and truly like, you know, and even like say uh, I know the the trend on TikTok at the moment because of Bridgerton is to be wearing corsets with jeans these corset tops of jeans. Now they are a lot kind of softer, you know they still kind of have that kind of the point at the bottom I suppose and that kind of really nice um, hugging as you said, hugging of the shape, that kind of thing with the jeans and it's kind of this idea of, you know, making something that was very kind of uh, I suppose fine and you know uh, like you know kind of very uh, and then dressing it down with with the jeans this is what people are doing what do you think of the trend do you think it's yeah I I love it when people take something and repurpose it and make it interesting and I love it when women dress things down and style up and style down and have something that was essentially really regency and really I'm flamboyant and Mm. make it into an everyday garment I love that I think it's wonderful yeah, not for everybody, it's like wearing high heels. Not everybody can wear high not heels. Not everybody, everybody can. can do it. Yeah, yeah, but it's fine. it's it's interesting, as you say, and fascinating history there into the, into the background of the corset. Now we are approaching St Patrick's Day, so I want to talk to you about the colour green. Uh, now I love this colour, Maria, and we spoke about this before. No idea how to wear it. I did try, you know, the the green trousers that I have. They're kind of an olive green trouser with the bright pink, as you suggested. Uh, any other combinations now? Because I was looking in the wardrobe this morning, and I actually chicken day to wear in them today because I was like I don't know what else to put with them there are lots of greens I mean again we're back to the premise that there are warm greens and there are cool greens so some greens have more yellow in them which keeps them warm and some greens have more blue in them which keeps them cool and you need to understand which is right for you so for me the warm greens work better for me so so it's it's olive and it's bright green, some mm. of the bright, vibrant greens. Um, for somebody with cool skin tones, they'll be looking for pine green and emerald and, and some of those work. But you can put green. It's a great basic colour to put with an awful lot of things. So think of Wimbledon. They have green and purple. It's a, it's a logo oh, at Wimbledon. Green I and didn't purple. think of the purple, it's yeah. Combination. Yeah, green with yellow. I often wear green with turquoise. I wear green with yellow. I wear green with red. I love green and red. It's a red Christmas colour. Yeah. It depends on the green which works for you, but there are greens. Everybody has a shade of green and it's 
I don't understand why it's shied away from by a lot of people, but it's it's one of the colours that tends to remain on the shelves quite often. Mm. And I think a lot of it is really based on the shade because once you get the shade right, it's a great colour. It's it's it denotes with freshness, safety, harmony. It's spring. It's green for go. You know, it's a fairly good colour to wear because it's restful and it's it it's very calming and a yeah. very tranquil colour. So it's a good one to choose. Well, I have to say, you know, that combination that you you made for me with the with the bright pink and the and the green, I do love wearing it, and it is an instant uh, mood lifter kind of uh, thing. You also had a fantastic lady on your Instagram. You had a couple of I know it was to do with belts, but um, that you were talking about on your on your Instagram. But there was a, a fantastic, really bold, gorgeous green trouser that that lady was wearing with a kind of a pattern top uh, that matched in very well with the green as well. Yes, I mean it's a, as I say, it's a basic color. We mm. put it right in the center of of the color wheel green, so it goes with a whole lot of what we call impact colors. So pinks, reds, yellows, purples, and it really makes them sing. And then, of course, it will go with all your neutrals. So if you want to put green with navy or mm. tan or camel, it will also work. So it's a really versatile color to wear. Okay, Camel. I do have a couple of colours of that in, in the wardrobe. P- fantastic. Now, I did read somewhere this morning that men don't wear a lot of green as well. <laughs> yeah, men tend to go for blue um, because it's it's a calming colour too and it seems to be the colour that fills the workplace particularly. It's a colour of truth and wisdom and it's reliability. So a lot of men wear blue, navy, light blue. Those light blue shirts are ubiquitous. Um, so there's a lot of blue there. I don't know why they don't wear green my husband knows his colours, so he has a lot of green because he knows the shades. Or at least mm. I buy them for him. He doesn't. He doesn't argue with me. He puts them on. <laughs> Good <he>? man. <laughs> yeah. But there's, there's again. It's the same. It's the same theory for men. You either have warm skin tones or cool skin tones. So there are lots of greens for you. You often see them on the golf course. Yes, I was just going to say yeah. golfers will do it. Yeah, yeah, they'll yeah, they'll wear them. The same. Yeah, because it, it gives great versatility and there's a lot you can do with green. So it's a great, great colour. It is a great colour. Uh, Maria can help uh, if you want to kind of get your, you know, your colour analysis, all that kind of stuff done. Uh, Maria, people can email you, can't they? Is that the best way? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be open until the hairdressers are open. Yes. Leo and Michal give us the go ahead for that. Sinead, my my one to one colour analysis isn't open. I'm doing style consultations online. Okay, but yeah, because you have to be in the flesh. I know for the colour yeah. analysis, there's a yeah. there's a whole yeah. science behind that. But people yeah. can get in touch with you if they are yeah. interested uh, on the email Maria dot Macklin at houseofcolour.com. Maria, yeah. as always, thank you so much for joining us on the show. You're welcome, Sinead. Lovely to talk to you. Thanks a million. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. 
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.